Hi, I'm James Valentine. This is Headroom, my podcast, and this is the Even Greater Sydney Planning Committee. H.G. Nelson and I have been running this for some time, sorting out all the problems in Sydney planning. Well, in fact, we've extended it to the nation and, nay, the very world. Anyway, enjoy the latest edition. James Valentine on ABC Radio Sydney. The Even Greater Sydney Planning Committee it was formed some years ago to uh, supervise all aspects of Sydney planning. Not that we thought that anyone was doing a particularly bad job, H.G. Nelson and myself. We just felt that we realised that we had, oddly enough, particular insight in this area. Even though previously perhaps H.G. had focused on sport, perhaps I'd focused on the, on the jazz and the radio talk, we suddenly realised that, oh my goodness, we're actually quite good on Sydney planning. We've really got some vision and some ideas here that were remaining unexpressed and we felt as though we could really start to feed back to all of the major planning bodies and uh, perhaps just hold a mirror up to what they were doing and uh, might be helpful. So we do this by uh, H and myself discussing some of the uh, big issues uh, in, in, committee, uh, in committee meeting now and you can join the committee by simply texting agenda items to us to 0467 922 702. H Nelson, very good afternoon. Yes, uh, thank Thanks very much, Mr. Valentine, and a terrific introduction there. I think it summed up our work really much better than anybody else could yeah. or we've ever done before. Well, very few other people are very interested in the work of Exbec <laughs> apart from ourselves. And that's so, true. Yeah, I'd be surprised. It's, a, it's a, even less than a boutique operation here. Oh, that's right. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a, it's a boo it, operation. It's a, it's a street. Uh, it's a car table on the street. <laughs> that's right. um, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a backpacker's uh, display of jewellery yeah. from uh, from Bali. Or um, you know, a pin collector's dream. Mm. Now, uh, the great news this week. And listen, I've got a topic here that I think the the vast listening audience might be able to, the boutique though it may be, mm. uh, might like to plug in on. And it's to do with the a list of the 444 buildings across New South Wales potentially clad in flammable material mm. has been released to the New South Wales Parliament but will not be shown to the public after the government deemed the privileged document a security risk. Mm. Now, this does kick it up. Oh, interesting, isn't it? Are they does in... kick it up. Yeah, so... Now, if people start to find out that these buildings are flammable, they might attack them. On the other hand, if you're in one of these buildings, you'd probably quite like to know that it, it needs work. And, of course, real estate <laughs> values. Real Imagine estate knowing values. that you had a dud on your hands going down to Johnny McGrath's and saying, John, do your best. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's right. just dripping in turpentine. Well, Johnny says, just hang on, I'm just checking. You're on the list, mate. I'm really sorry. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah now, it's difficult. can I difficult. point out this is the breakthrough in state government that we've been waiting for, not telling people what's gone wrong. I just cite the example of hospitals Mm. over, you know, understaffed and overused as they are. Let's not tell people they've got broken legs. Yeah. Off you go, Jim. You'll be right. Yeah. Sure, Mm. it looks bad, but it's not broken. Mm. Off you go. Mm. Uh, You Mm. know, other parts, you know, don't worry about that mortgage. Uh, You know, just, just... don't worry about it. That's right. You can put your mind at rest. You Look, don't have to... You can turn up at the hospital. It's unlikely they'll get round to you at any time soon. Yeah. But best you don't know that. Best you live in hope. Um, <laughs> best you live happy in your place, even though it could burn down at any point. I'm sorry to say that on such a day. But, um, you know, it's, well, no, I see the point. I see the point of why government's taking this approach. Now... Then we come to TAFE. Now, as you recall, Scotty Cam is doing a tremendous Mm. job with promoting TAFE. What Mm. better way to promote TAFE than what building's got flammable cladding 101? Yes. How to pick it. Exactly. What to look for. What to look for. You know. Yeah, um, that's right. Just chip a bit off, you know, bite it. Mm -mm. Oh, there it is. It's got that taste of... 
turpentine. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, fire, fire starter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fire starter, paraffin wax. Uh, you know, and I've got to say is that there's a, a, an added thing here to do with climate change mm. is – I'm amazed there's so many fires suddenly flared up and that gives my... Uh, because it's changing so rapidly. Yeah, yeah. Are we looking at spontaneous combustion here? I know it's a vexed oh, issue, yeah. spontaneous mm. combustion. Mm. Uh, I, I'm not sure that the jury's in on it. But mm. um, anyway, it's, it's, it's a terrific issue, this whole thing. Mm. And do you think the uh, government is completely on safe grounds here by not releasing... The idea that your building's got yes. flammable cladding on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there might be an appeal from some. Uh, I think the lobby group that says, could you please tell me so we can do something about it, might have a leg to stand on. They might have – there may be legal representation and courts in the land who might say, yeah, I think you're right there. Uh, I think fair enough. You should know. On the other hand, I mean, really – are we living in an age where we just want too much information all the time? You know, it's like we've got to know everything all the time. I mean, did we used to live in, you know, asbestos-ridden fibro huts? Oh, that's true. And, that's true. Yes, no, that's true. Absolutely you know, true. It didn't, but, we didn't know. You didn't care. The um, question to the audience, though, is what else shouldn't we shouldn't the government be telling you about yes. yeah, to yeah. save money? That's right. Now, I find that an amazing decision. Imagine being – I'm not sure how this works in because you assume Mark Latham sits on this committee. Oh, of course. Um, and uh, so what happens is they release the report to New South Wales government and then there's another committee that says, now, should we release it to the public? Mm. They said no. Right. Do you know what I mean? What a great meeting that would have been. Yeah, I mean, it would yeah. have put expect a yeah. shame. Yeah. Now, can I raise the question also, as uh, we may come back to that, given what uh, the contribution from people uh, mm. uh, in the uh, larger footprint is, mm. can I just say that today's a big day in Sydney. We've had a terrific response to our story last week about the boulevard mm. of, um, you know, George Street That's returning right. to yeah, yeah. Uh, prominence. Very exciting. And very exciting. I think it's only three weeks uh, until it opens, till the light rail light rail opens. Starts so we, rolling. Till we, I'm hoping that you're on board with our plans to broadcast live. Oh, well, I'll be there. Pretty I'll much, be there. Pretty much for a 24-hour period um, from the light rail, just going up and down, up and down. Isn't this terrific? We're up Devonshire Street now. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be wonderful. Now we're on Allison Road. Mm. Does it go on Allison Road? I think it does, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, well, look, the thing that uh, struck me about it was, was that this is the this is the report. This is how it's pitched mm. in the paper today. Sydney City is on the cusp of a renaissance mm. and a new era in which people can enjoy the CBD rather than dread it. Yeah, that's Gladys talking. Yeah, dread it. Dread it. Well, we always I mean, did. It's a place of fear. You know, it's terrible. The combination of the uh, launch of the light rail and the removal of archaic lockout laws. Archaic. Who put those laws yeah. into place? Well, that's right. Was it uh, the bloke who had the flood problem? No. Noah? No. No. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot more recent than that, I think. Yeah. Archaic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ink's barely dry. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It'll be draconian before too long. Yeah. <laughs> Now, archaic lockout laws will spark a rebirth of the city centre, driving not only fresh nightlife but a whole new weekend recreational atmosphere. Oh. Glad believes whole new recreational. Oh, exactly. Well, Go on, I need contributions it'll here. It'll bring back boulevardering. Uh, boulevardering has uh, not been a practice in Sydney for a very long time. Promenading, uh, being a flaneur. 
Uh, all, of, all of these practices which involve dressing and walking um, have been on the decline in Sydney, I'd say probably from the 1920s, uh, when you were dressed to run away from the razor gangs. There was a lovely, lovely afternoon's recreation. Now you'll be dressing to go and sample some of the, some of the new vegan offerings at this restaurant and then a, something at the charcuterie and then something at the patisserie. You'll be, it'll be a lovely afternoon and you'll start Circular Quay and before you know it, you're in Kensington. It'll be terrific. <laughs> now, terrific. on it goes... Uh, Gladys conceded the city had previously been a a hassle to negotiate and agreed the looming changes meant it was now on the verge of a new boom of rooftop styles, bars and fresh new eateries. Oh, rooftops. We've moved from sidewalk to rooftop. Well, I hope not because the whole premise of George Street and the trams was to put eateries at street level, at the same level as the tram. Yeah. There'll be more opportunity to enjoy the CBD rather than dread it. You want people to regard the experience as a positive, not a hassle. Mm. Uh, Gladys said the changes upon uh, completion of the light rail construction had already made people more free to walk around and enjoy the city, Mm. adding that she hoped Sydney, once the light rail services began, would be used as an example of how you can revitalise cities. Now, immediately thought Dubbo, uh, Wyong, um, I don't know, Toowoomba. Yeah, I think all of uh, these places... Would benefit from light rail. Coolinabri, Coonabarabran, all of these places, Griffiths, they'll be looking for light rail infrastructure uh, very, very shortly, I would have thought. And I'll give you an idea of how great it's going to be. <clears throat> Glad said uh, the new light rail would expose people to noticing, quote, beautiful 1940s retro buildings. Whoa. Yeah. Did the... PR department write this rubbish. Anyway, retro buildings, which people never noticed because the boulevard, again that word, Mm. was chockers with buses. Are we going to have to rename George Street? Ah, Rue de la Georges. Uh, the Champs de Georges. Now you're talking. Georges de Elysee. <laughs> yeah, you're talking uh, my language. Is that the sort of thing you're seeing? Mm. Yeah, yeah, now, could be. Can I, I mean, I'm going to scratch my head here. Mm. Beautiful 40s retro. Now, the one that immediately comes to mind is the QVB, but the mm. QVB's way earlier than the 40s. Well, that's right. Where are the 40s retro? The, the sort of Art uh, Deco kind of notion, or a bit past it, I suppose, but... That's sort of Gotham City style. Is that what we're sort of looking for? Well, that's just an absolute sop to people yeah. who think that Gladys and her mob have run over the city and knocked down all the good buildings. Yeah. Is there an old, I'm saying, what, is there some sort of former AMP building along there or something? What's along George Street that's a Ford, that's a 40s well, style? Well, quite. I need, the, I need the audience Mick to Simmons help Sports out. Shop. Is that a 40s? Oh. <laughs> Is that a forties building? That one or the Commonwealth uh, Bank on the corner of uh, is it Market? That and, might be and um, ju- yeah. well, and the Boulevard. D- yeah, George. the old the Gowings is more a sort of turn of a van der Sack, isn't it? It's more turn of the century. Wow, yeah, nineteen hundred kind of thing. The old Gowings building. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your? Um, I think the um, Kentucky Fried on the corner of George Street. That's very forties. Well, and George of course, and Bathurst there. Okay, George's got the Town Hall in it. It's got that old. Uh, mm. Uh, cinema thing that doesn't The cinema work complex has got gone. to be 1940s yeah. for sure. HG, did you cast your mind, cast your eye across? I know we we're at all of the meetings, uh, but I wonder if you had any time to think about, you know, give any further reflection on the Greater Sydney Commission, you know, our one of, our, one of the groups we look after. The Greater mm. Sydney Commission's uh, release during the week of their GPOP proposal for Greater Parramatta and uh, the release of their, um, their, their notion of the, what they call the PIC, the PIC, a place-based infrastructure compact, uh, which says to me a fantastic uh, new, innovative and exciting idea in infrastructure, that it should be in place, that it should be at a place. Rather than having infrastructure that's somewhat abstract, you're going to have infrastructure 
connected to an actual place. And I think that's a genius idea. I think for too long we've been... It's all been a bit pie in the sky. I mean, the Tibbicotter Bridge is the perfect example of a lack of place-based infrastructure. It's a bridge in the middle of nowhere going nowhere. Here you're going to... They're saying, no, no, the infrastructure must be in a place to serve a purpose to that place. It's, it's uh, What an innovation in, in planning it is, HG. Well, it's uh, terrific. It's uh, t- utopian-esque mm. <clears throat> in its language. Mm. A new city-shaping strategic planning model piloted in Greater Sydney's fastest-growing in the area... Greater Parramatta and in the Olympic Peninsula known as G-pop. G-pop. That's your word. G-pop is going to take take off. It's, now, uh, I can see all sorts of cultural benefits coming from G-pop. Can I just put that on pause for a minute, even Certainly. though that's great? Mm. What's happened to the three cities policy? Well, this is part of the three cities yeah, policy. Yeah, but wait a minute. We've got GLAD mm. saying everybody's coming into the city. The Boulevardiers. Yes. The Flaneurs. Yes. The Eateries. But the they're ch- coming into the original uh, Harbour City. To see 1940s buildings. G-pop is encouraging the Central River City. And then when we go to talk about what's happening at the Bird, that's the Aerotropolis. That's the three cities that, uh, that are... So uh, we get people advocating the same interest in Greater Parramatta with its each street. Mm. Then when we go to the Bird, we've got that viewing platform mm. where you yeah. can see them building yeah, yeah. the airport and well, camping out. I think what you'll see in, in, in a future Sydney is that if you live in the G-pop area, you're not allowed out of the G-pop area. Because uh-huh. the 30-minute city says you'll always be 30 minutes from, from whatever you need. So if it's 45 minutes away, you're not allowed to go. You'll stay in the G-pop area. If you're in the Aerotropolis, you'll stay there. If you're in the, the Harbour City, you'll stay in the Harbour City because otherwise it'd be 50 minutes to somewhere. Well, that's not going to work, isn't it, in a 30-minute city? Well, and remember, of course, there's Newcastle and Wollongong bolted yeah. onto the outside, yeah. and people say that that light rail in, in Newcastle has revolutionised oh, the city, yeah. so much so it's put Sydney in the shade. Yeah, now, I could see that. I could see that. See, the Berridgely envisioned, picking up on this theme, mm. is for a CBD to take on a weekend-style role in people's hearts. Uh, yeah. That's very clear what that is, That's isn't good, it? That's good, isn't it? And where they would go to restaurants and bars to relax in the daytime in addition to neighbourhood uh, suburban hubs. Okay, you can get Mm -hmm. the train or bus from virtually anywhere to the CBD. Well, that's an exaggeration, Mm -hmm. but I'll let it pass. Mm -hmm. And once you're there, you can take the light rail ride and stop off anywhere on the route and expose yourself. Well, hang on a minute. Expose. Don't, don't think we'll be encouraging that too much. We but won't. Yeah. Expose yourself to oh, eateries. Two eateries. I see, yeah. Right. Ex- expose yourself to eateries mm. you've never experienced before. Yeah. Well, now, hang on a minute. How you... many people have been to the Kentucky Fried on the corner of George and Bathurst? <laughs> That's true. You I know? That's the sort of thing. Yeah. Now, can I suggest you catch the light rail up Devonshire Street, yes. you go in the tunnel, you yeah. emerge at Moore Park. Yeah. There's not an eatery within, wow. Oh, it uh, takes a while, doesn't it? It does, a couple of kilometres from yeah. there. What are you going to do? Walk? Well, With you, your kit on. No, and you, you stay on the light rail till you get into, um, is it Allison Road, that main? Allison R- Road, R- yeah. Randwick Street, until you get into there. Well, Belmore Road. Jump out, there's, there's an Indian diner. Um, it's terrific eateries all, all the way along there. Vietnamese, um, absolutely terrific. It's very, very good. Yeah. Now, the place-based infrastructure compact. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the, I didn't mean to this jump is, off. There. No, there's a, this is you know with, with, this is what we do. This is this is blue sky thinking. Mm-hmm. This is this is beyond blue sky. This is this is solar system thinking. This is before blue, here. way before blue. The place based infrastructure compact. One of the things I like about it is it's they've you can see the influence of Exbec on Gusbeck on the Greater <laughs> Greater Sydney Commission. Gusk Gusk, I think they're known as uh, Exbec's influence on Gusk. Here's how it works. It says to councils, state governments, you need to answer critical questions for transforming areas. What will it cost? How will it be funded? When can it be delivered? 
Well, now, we've got the answer to all those. Don't tell them. We don't know how much. Soon. Like are the or best sometime. answers sometime are the best answers to yeah. all of those questions. Yeah. So you can see how this is how GISC has opened up the the has put these questions in so that EGSPEC can provide the uh, the answers to all local councils and and governments. So congratulations to our colleagues at the Greater Sydney Commission and uh, for their understanding these difficult principles that we have uh, that we, we've put in place over the last last few years as part of our vision statement. No start date, no end date, no funding, um, no uh, plans, no, no destination, no destination. Yeah. You know. Now, <clears throat> speaking of that, of course, the trouble is that every so often one gets through. Yes. And the three hundred and forty-four million construction project that starts today in Domain, this is in the city of Sydney, will double the art gallery's capacity to welcome kids and teachers. Mm. Uh, leading artist uh, and trustee Ben Coody couldn't be happier. The art gallery turns away thousands of school students everywhere, every year because it's too small. Yeah, terrific. Um, but the Sydney Modern Project, which is what it's called, will mm. not only double the exhibition space, it's projected to double organised school student visits to two, 200,000 a year. Mm. Now, this is madness. Yeah. Isn't STEM the go in, uh, in education these days? Why bother sending them to the art gallery? Well, it's not STEAM. No. It's not arts. No. And, you, you know, whatever the M stands That's for. That's right. It's STEM. You're saying send them off. Go and have a look around Google. Go and have a look at some... Well, uh, the Hunter Valley Mining in, uh, go you and have know, a look operations. At that. Go out to the, to the tech, tech hub at Everly. Yeah, go and have a wander around there. Carriage works. Yeah, carriage works. Now, more schools are desperate to bring their children to the art gallery to give them something to aspire to and make them think there's more to life than constant capitalist growth. Hang on a minute. Such as? Well... What I, was, I was heading down the revolutionary <laughs> oh, track. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, right. exactly. Such as. First and foremost, every child in this state needs the opportunity to come to the, this gallery and be educated by the fantastic education team and, of curators. Mm. Though that will... Oh, anyway, just away there. Can I point out this has got nothing to do... The development of the yard gallery has nothing to do with um, kids and nothing to do no. with STEAM or STEM. No. It's got to do with making money. That's right. What we want, this is for overseas visitors. This is for the well-heeled of sitting to enjoy yep. an opening night. Yeah. Uh, this is this is so artists can get a payday. Yep. Um, the school, if school groups want to come, it should be open between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. Um, no one wants to go to a gallery with a school group. It's very annoying. Uh, but they can come in early if they like. Uh, at that point, the transport infrastructure is easy to get onto. They could light rail. They could you know, they'll pull the buses in, um, you know, line them up out the front there. They're in for a couple of hours. They come back. They can be back in time for class. Can I point out that you're hitting the nail on the head? We're talking about a 24-hour city. Yeah. We're talking about rail services, bus services, mm-hmm. light rail services throughout the whole night. Yeah. But that's all still very contested because... No, that's right. They won't go to the art gallery. No. That whatever, that whatever system of getting no. to the art gallery is, it might be one of those hop-on, hop-off buses mm. that take you over there. Mm. But the idea of coming in, say, at six in the morning, I think it's terrific. That's right. Well, Because otherwise... Because then you know that you're committed. You see, bobbing up at 10 o'clock well, you, when you should be doing STEM work... Yeah. But Madness. But they're kids. They can get up at that hour. They're fine they at that hour. I can't get there before 10, you know. So I've got there. I've made the effort. I've, you know, dropped the walker off out the front. I'm in the gallery. I don't need 200-year 10s coming up behind me and, you know, basically bored and, and you know, using it as an excuse to put something on Instagram. Yeah, stuck there in front of a city, Nolan, one of the yeah. new Kellys. Yeah. All of a sudden, you can't see it for the crowd in front uh, of you. There wanting, they are, wanting yeah. their selfies. That's right. They're you know, clowning around in front in front of the quilties. Um, I don't think that's that's disrespectful. But if they want to do that, 
do it, do it at some other point. Do yeah. it, you know, they're happy to be there at seven. They don't mm. care. Agenda item uh, come in, uh, HG. My 15-year-old have come up with it, and I have come up with an excellent way for Sydney to service those local and international visitors who feel it's their right and need to climb something geological and large. Mm-hmm. Visitors could be invited to climb the significant mounds of earth being removed from the myriad of current and future tunnels under Expect's jurisdiction. Yep. Uh, these large piles at the end of West Connex there, I think they're still there. Uh, Gladys has proposed Arncliffe to Cogra will, of course, uh, oh. you know, give rise to some very uh, big mounds. At Badgerys Creek, I, I haven't been out to have a look at uh, yeah, the of the bird site, but there must be some... They things. had snow out there the other day, such as the, such as the height of the hill. And such remember, the, 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 hill. the dive sites, I think, uh, for the Roselle to the Northern Beaches run are mm. coming out up in uh, golf courses yeah. in the Northern Beaches, so you're not forgotten. No, that's right. So surely there's the opportunity to, to you know, put these mounds in place, uh, you know, allow sort of tourist access to them, Give them a name, um, you know. Suggest, Give them a name. Suggest some link to Australia's heritage in, in, in various ways. You uh, mean the Hogan Range? Could be the Hogan Range, yeah. something like that. Or Hem- Strops Hemsworth Hill. Lump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Strops you know, Hill. Strops Hill, this sort of stuff, I think, could, you know, Blanchett's Bluff. Blanchett's uh, Bluff. <laughs> you know, and then they'll be happy to go and see it, be photographed on the top of it. And, I know, and down it's they go. fantastic idea. Can I point out also something uh, internationally? Mm. Remember last week we broke the story about how the boulevards were going to have outdoor eateries mm. and that you'd be able to swat away the flies and the mozzies and so on? Mm. Well, wait for this is Sydney, I'm talking about the city we live in, mm. is now ranking, it's ranking in the world's smoggiest cities. Is it? Um, <clears throat> this, uh, let's see, November, th- October the 31st, a classic day in the life of Sydney. Now, <clears throat> microgram- micrograms per particulates slash per cubic metre of air... Liverpool had 336. Jakarta, that well-known sinkhole, mm. had 112. So we had uh, roughly three times. But it's sinking below the smog yeah, is what's happening there. It's now, get, it's now lower than it's the smog. It's got to be moved. <laughs> Shanghai only had 155. Mumbai, 74. Now, the, to set this in some sort of context, 1952 Great London Smog was 1,600. Oh. So we are world-class when yeah. it comes to smog. Yeah. Our smog is being exported around the world. Mm. But can I point out that when you, you know, people who are coming here from New Delhi, mm. is that the right term for it? Yeah. I think that's right, the mm. capital of India, mm. are used to not being able to see the, the no. point of delivery of a cricket ball mm. anymore. They mm. just can't see that far. Yeah, yeah. Sydney won't be far away from that. Well, but Sydney's, well, the other thing to look at here is the opportunity. Sydney is no New Delhi, so hello, Delhi, come on down for, for a breather. You know, enjoy a breather in Australia. Um, on the boulevard. On the boulevard. Come and, come and experience some of our new boulevards, cry, climb Blanchett's Bluff and enjoy the air. Now, we come back to that catchphrase. Mm. Uh, I'll never get this right. Philosophy. Yes. Yes, this is the tourist uh, campaign. Now, they, yeah. why don't they advertise the smog? Um, exactly. You know, and I'm not sure which will be the first eatery on George Street to put oh, the tables yeah, out. But yeah. that'd be a great snap. Yeah, because surely our smog has a particular oh, flavour. it certainly does. Surely it's got a little hint of the Pacific, a little hint of eucalyptus, a little hint of, you know... The, the, the rugby league. Rugby league. A of, little, um, you know, Peter Volandi's racing the Everest and the gold medal. Wax, surfboard you know, wax. Oh, no, it's got all of those Exactly. Things. Surely that's all contained in our smog. The people go, ooh, that's good. Hang on fire. Oh, I like that. Just that's as right. when you, if you're in London and it was a pea super, it had coal... 
It had pea soup. It had a <laughs> yeah. little hint of Fagan. You yeah. know, it had all of that sort of stuff contained in a pea soup fog, whereas ours would be the same. You know, it's very, very good, I think. Mm. HG, uh, some excellent work there, and um, we'll be, uh, you know, we, we've got a solid week of meetings ahead of us. Oh, we have. dealing with so many issues. And I love this, uh, what is it, the G-pop? The G-pop, I, I think that should be now on all things to indicate that's Parramatta. The uh, Greater Sydney Commission is having an information session about G-pop on the 26th and the 28th of November. We'll be we, there. Uh, must check uh, that we can get to that. Mm. Uh, we'll fantastic. broadcast live. It's got a feedback survey on its website. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, thank you so much. H.G. Nelson, uh, co-chair of the Even Greater Sydney Planning Committee. James Valentine on ABC Radio Sydney. I hope you enjoyed that. That was me, James Valentine, H.G. Nelson, Jen Fleming, radio producer, and Matt Hiley. We all worked together to make that extraordinary production of The Latest Headroom.